Slacker Podcast. We can say fuck. With Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers. I don't care, I've been smoking, this is cool. That's a decent amount of sausage. This man needs a doctor! Yeah, I just hope they're tasty. What's up with these clowns, man? Cut the lights and went through people's pockets. Don't you point that at each other. Let them smoke a little. You need to like step it up to that point. We're not gonna we're not gonna lead with the we're not gonna lead with the Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Yeah, and happy holidays. We're uh looking for I'm looking forward to Christmas. I don't know about you. Oh yeah, well it is Christmas for anybody tuning into this. And uh we're hoping you're having a great Christmas so far. Yeah, or Happy Hanukkah, or uh, Merry Kwanzaa, I guess. Yeah, hopefully um, Hanukkah was good. Yeah, whatever you celebrate, we're hoping it was good. We're hoping th- you're having a good December, end of the year. Yeah, this is actually the last episode of American Soccer Podcast for 2017. The next time you will hear our lovely voices will be in 2018. Hell yeah, and uh, we're hoping 2018 will have a good amount of changes in store for you guys. we got a lot of plans, and uh, you're going to see some changes. I want to throw this out here. I don't want to see any of that new year, new me bullshit. I don't want to see... If you're going to do it, do it. Don't post it. Okay, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I don't want to... Yeah, resolutions are... They're outdated. You just got to do that shit. Yeah, I don't want to see, like, you're challenging yourself. I want to see the end product. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, just in, fucking, like, you know? like, make it happen. That's what that's what 2018 should be about. You fucking make that shit happen. But uh, don't don't fucking post it, man. That's like that's what that's big pet peeve, big pet peeve for 2018. Yeah, don't post your plans. Don't tell people your plans. Just do it, and then when you get to where you're comfortable, then you're good to like start. Because then you get you know, Facebook fucking it. advertising shit to you on top of that. They're like, oh, <laughs> they're gonna start working out now. You want some some fucking protein powder and fucking vitamins and shit. <laughs> yeah, start feeding you the bullshit. That's how they get you. Don't post about it. They don't get you. But we're gonna get you you love us and it's christmas come on now let's have a jolly old time welcome to american slacker podcast and as always i'm matt and i'm jesse ho 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 that's like ho, ho, ho. that's my best that's all the all, all, all the hoes <laughs> i'm just saying all those especially our patreon hoes we got a couple of awesome patreon supporters that we want to give I a shout out to no, let's let's not go and call on the patreon supporter hoes <laughs> all right we well, call you hoes d- if you give us some money for what we do we're kind of the hoes on that end honestly. i guess so yeah uh, you get to call us a hoe if you give us you know support patreon, patreon support yeah and some some of those people that have that uh that that right are dave gunn big thank you to you also kyle mole and bradford from the crime roulette podcast and aaron w from the yes and i am podcast we thank you for your support your support goes a long way thank you to everybody that goes to our patreon and if you'd like to check us out stop by the patreon you can find us at american soccer podcast and your support will go a long way to the show hell yeah and we have a little gift to give on this episode in the form of our pod shout out giving a little bit of love oh, yeah. to another yeah, it's podcast always good to 
the way that this works, we have a pinned tweet up on Twitter with our latest episode, and people and podcasts that retweet this are up for a shot at getting a shout out. And we have uh, we have three entries this time. So Matt, I'll let you do the honors. One, two, or three. Hmm. One, two, or which or present three. do you unwrap? That's always a hard one because it's like the two of them are shit. One of them's no, I'm not saying <laughs> these podcasts are shit. I'm going to it. I'm they're going all, nowhere. They're fast. all lovely. Let's retract this comparison. Alright, <laughs> I'm gonna go with the middle guy, number two. Two! Alright. I don't think we've uh, had these guys featured yet. This is Jake and Tom Cocker. They are at the Drunken do- the drunken Dork. That's a little bit of a tongue twister there. Their bio says... That is. Talk, they talk about comic books, movies, and boobs. Jake and Tom give you the show your guidance counselor warned you about. Proud members of the at or at the underscore GWW and at Podfix Networks, so they're uh, they're affiliated there. Nice, you you caught me with this, uh, the short disclaimer at the beginning. I like that <laughs> about the guidance counselor. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh Jake and Tom Conker at the Drunken Dork. Go check them out. We're gonna have them on our next pin tweet for this episode. They got the Christmas episode. It's awesome quite an honor awesome I would say. yeah yeah i would say this is the best episode it's all all luck of the draw if you're entered it's like a lottery so uh what what do we got coming up in the show so it's a very slacker christmas special we've got a, a ton of news we got some some christmas themes in there too then we're gonna move to the worst holiday gifts you could possibly buy somebody on amazon just in case you're doing a little late shopping for the people you forgot about. Right? You know, oh, there man. might be one. If you're, Everybody's got one. Point, oh, at this point, the, you're in trouble. Yeah, you're in deep shit. So you better come up with something good or something far out there. And we got you covered if you're going for the other end. And then we're going to we're gonna step into a holiday game. And I'm up at bat, so we'll see how that goes. And Jesse's got a cool theme for this one. Yeah, it's, a, it's a around the world. Christmas around the world. So that'll be a lot of fun. With our uh, weird news, we always like to start out with a little bit of weed news. And this time we're actually touching on something that we touched on in a previous episode. The episode uh, 52, Elderly Shotgun Shenanigans, we talk about Cory Booker's fight for legalization at a federal level. He wants to have marijuana removed from the federal drug uh, scheduling list of controlled substances, among many other things. And... An update with this story, he's actually gotten more support on this. He has now teamed up with U.S. Senator Ron Wyden from Oregon. Oregon? Oregon? Probably fucking that up. Oh, don't, yeah, yeah, you can fight with people <laughs> over the pronounce. Oregon. How to pronounce that. So Ron Wyden, uh, the senator, has teamed up with I always with say Oregon. Oregon. Yeah, Oregon. Okay, I think that's, that might be yeah. right. Write us, write us in. Probably getting. Ream us out. They're probably fucking yelling at us right screaming. now. Yeah, write us, please. Just screaming. Uh, so yeah, they teamed up on Facebook or they went on Facebook live as a little team and they were answering questions and talking about their new partnership to try and push through this legislation. And some of the stuff that's included in this legislation is to remove marijuana from the list of controlled substances, making it federally legal, which would allow banking and many other things that we've talked about in previous episodes. Mm. It would incentivize states through federal funds to change their marijuana laws if the state is illegal and the state disproportionately arrests or 
incarcerates low-income individuals and people of color for marijuana-related offenses. So it's trying to like turn the war on drugs back the other way so that we're not continuing mm. this failed policy. Slow they, down, Jeffrey Sessions. Fuck you, Jeffrey Sessions. Let's throw one in there. And that's mentioned time. in this High Times article. Um, they say, you know, it's a, it's a tough fight right now with um, our current administration. They're not really looking to help make weed legal at the federal level. But this bill would be awesome. You know, it would also create drop, job training, uh, reentry services for uh, people who were convicted for marijuana related offenses. They would be able to apply for a resentencing. It would also include health education programs, uh, funding for community centers, public libraries, and a whole bunch of other stuff. Yeah, see, this is a big, big fucking step. This yeah. isn't like one of the little, little steps that we usually cover. This is like, this would be the ultimate win in the fight. Yeah, this is something that everyone has been pushing for because it, it's been easier mm-hmm. to win at a state level because they can see these funds that come in. Like Colorado, we've talked about a lot, making yeah. a lot of revenue back. The, from- the best model that we could have ever had. The first real one, boom, look at the fucking tax revenue. Right, and I it's mean, amazing. one of the things we didn't cover that I almost used as, a, as an article for this one is how Colorado is using the revenue from their uh marijuana sales to put out anti-smoking campaigns uh for children like public disclaimers and stuff like don't smoke so it, it there, it's good in many at many levels uh for the state and federally if they loosened up a little bit be able to make some of that money flow into the federal government as well I'm sure through the banking yeah so, yeah, see, yeah, there's so many great changes that that would allow. The banking is a mean thing. It, it, I mean, there's a big industry on robbing all these places that can't fucking put this money into banks and shit. Like, yep. people realize they they can't do that. And that's what normal it, deposit. That's one of the they have large sums towns, of cash. That's one of the things that towns will sometimes say, it, as like uh, opposition to having a dispensary in their town because they don't want the crime because they're afraid it's going to get robbed. So they'd rather just not have it. But, I mean, that's a whole whole other argument. It, if if it could be federally uh, removed from the drug schedule, it, it would just mean wonders for the laws surrounding marijuana. Yeah, Schedule 1. Disgusting. I mean, we talked about that many times on the show, but I, I, I can't get over talking it. It's, schedule 1 is ridiculous. It's up there yeah. with the worst of the worst. And yeah, ahead of meth, and it just aggravates me to no end. Yep. So, good on you, Cory Booker. Keep fighting. We're behind you. But if you want to read more about this, we'll be posting this up on Monday on our Facebook page, as we do every Monday with our weed articles. We need that to go through, because it could have spared the elderly couple in our next article that we're going to talk about. And all they were trying to do was transport a little bit of marijuana to somebody as a Christmas gift. A little bit? A little bit. And, uh... You know, just a little bit. I'm talking like 60 pounds. You know, just a nice Christmas bundle. That's, yeah, that's, <laughs> uh, that's a hefty amount of weed. <laughs> all right, all right. So it's not a small amount. But it was an elderly couple. Two couple. all right. Two, a, a gentleman and a lady, 80 and 83, were uh, on their way from their home, which was located in Clear Lake Oaks, California. And they were heading to Vermont. But they were pulled over in that's Nebraska. A and uh, they failed to make like a turn signal, I guess. Okay. But uh, immediately 
when the cops came up, they uh, smelled the odor of marijuana. Oh shit! And that's because like it was a it was a Toyota Tacoma, so it was like in the back of like a a pickup like raised box, so it was pretty much exposed to the outside. Okay, yeah, that, I mean, you definitely smell it then walking up to the car. That's a lot of weed. It's gonna That's stink. A lot of weed. Yeah, no matter, you'd really have to wrap that fucking well a bunch <laughs> of times. In coffee beans or something. Yeah, now they're estimating the uh, value of the weed is around three hundred thousand dollars. Damn. Which, that's Wait, fifty? Crazy. It was what fifty pounds? You said fifty pounds. Okay, that's yes. you know how they go with this. Yeah, they always kind of mark it up to like street from street value at the very lowest thing. It's charged for fucking what, sixty a fucking gram or something. Yeah, yeah, right. That was a that was a forty six hour drive, and they got they got pulled over in Nebraska, which is like the halfway mark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't make it too too far, and unfortunately, they were uh, charged with felony suspicion of possession and uh, intent to deliver. <laughs> With no drug tax stamp. Okay. So, if you have a tax stamp, you're cool to, like, drive around with 50 pounds a week? Yeah, that's what I... I mean, well, I'd imagine that's pretty much how they navigate. Like, if, say, if, like, a California grower wanted to send some weed to a New York medical facility. Okay. You know? They'd have a tax stamp. It'd be like driving around with uh, prescriptions or something. Yeah, I feel like this was an easier method than just charging them with you know, typical drug traffic. They're probably honest with them too, which might have helped their case. You're like, Larry officer, listen. <laughs> I got a lot of that marijuana in the back of this pickup. It's like, yeah, sir, I can smell that. It sucks that uh, they they got busted and their friends didn't get their little Christmas weed package. I got I picked up an ounce for Christmas. They had they had some deals going at my dispensary. Their friends are hooked up, man. Yeah. Uh, those friends. They better know how well they're taken care of by their friends. <laughs> Getting busted for them. Well, uh, in our next story, we're talking about a sea turtle that got busted with 1,800 pounds of cocaine. Whoa! Dude, that turtle, he's a fucking kingpin. Yeah, I was going to say, he's a, he's a bit of a it's drug like a new species. This is a kingpin, he's a new species. Kingpin turtle. I'm calling it. I'm calling it. It's evolution. He's the uh, kingpin turtle. Oh, definitely. With that, with that much coke, he. Yeah, I'm. Su- first off, I'm surprised that coke floats. Not, not yeah. like when you put coke and ice cream in together. Not that kind of coke float. Like cocaine floating on the ocean. But it, we were talking earlier about how this was probably a drop at sea gone wrong. Yeah. Oh yeah, without a doubt. And uh, there, I don't know. We've we've come up with a few theories, but I mean, I feel like the the drop landed on this turtle that was surfacing, and he kind of like. Use like he was swimming away. Like, what the fuck is this on me? Uh, so yeah. maybe the the boat that was receiving it was on par, but the fucking bail was off course because dropped it earlier, late or something. Yeah. But yeah, this this is a shit ton of cocaine. They have a bunch of pictures of this turtle. He's kind of trapped in the net, and the the article from Newsweek goes on a lot about the turtle, but not too much about the eighteen hundred pounds of cocaine. You know, they say the turtle is a loggerhead turtle they're near endangered and you know it's man-made nets and shit like this that end up causing them problems along with cocaine apparently <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 cocaine i think will do a turtle in but they don't mention a lot about the cocaine i'm guessing they took it in yeah. as evidence and they didn't but like they, their, this article is specifically focused on the loggerhead turtle 
which I thought was kind of buried the lead. Yeah, I feel like uh, at least some of that cocaine went somewhere besides the evidence room. Don't don't worry about the, the cocaine. We we gotta focus on this. Yeah, turtle. yeah, 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 yeah. Everybody, fo- hey, we need everybody to help this turtle out. And uh, uh, you two guys go put that the bales and that van <laughs> over there. Nope. The turtle Tur- guys, the fo- focus on the turtle. You're not you're not looking. We're at the losing turtle. him. So yeah, the turtle's the, uh, fine, man. What are you talking about? The, yeah, the turtle was actually released. He was set back into the Pacific Ocean. We assume that the turtle is fine and that there's a lot of cocaine chilling somewhere. There's a lot of cocaine somewhere. We don't know where. You gotta watch out for these coke turtles fucking swimming around. Yeah, well, that's not the only uh, <laughs> things we got swimming around high off their ass on drugs. <laughs> Because our next story features a man who stole a boat. And not just any boat. We're talking one of those pedal swan boats that you see at like uh, certain locations that are really really fun and touristy. Little ponds and lakes and stuff. He had taken a ridiculous amount of MDMA, apparently, and decided to take one of these for a joyride in the middle of the night. Because, you know, he felt that the the swans did not judge him. Well, yeah, I don't think they have that capability. They might attack your ass, but not those ones. Those are just folks. <laughs> yeah, he felt the calm, you know, the soothing calm of the water. I would argue that, like, swans. swans are probably more judgmental than than other animals. I'd say a hamster's way less judgmental <laughs> than a Real swan. swans. Yeah, real swans. Real swans. swans. But, this I mean, let's... Looking at both swans. This guy was tripping his balls off. That's what's going on. That's fine. So... <laughs> He's out there having a good old time. And uh, let me let me just stop. I didn't mention this is all occurring in Orlando. <laughs> ding, Florida. ding, ding. We need like a Florida dinger. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We get a lot and a lot and a lot of great news out of Florida. <laughs> <laughs> well, he uh, floated out to an island. He pedaled his ass out. And there's a little island. It's like a fountain. So he, uh, he hopped on to this little island. But uh, he didn't tie his little swan up. And the swan decided to... Uh, Abandoned him on this little island. Oh shit, his boat floated now, away. <laughs> yeah, his little swan floated away. <laughs> and it left the guy stranded on this island. Now, he began screaming for help. <laughs> and it took a while, but uh, eventually authorities rescued him a few hours after a few hours being on there. This took uh, place fairly early in the morning, too, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, but when they rescued him, it was like 4 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> a so, hard night partying, an even harder morning fucking pedaling swans out to a place where you trap yourself yeah man orlando man it's hopping <laughs> i guess it, i guess it's getting crazy out there with those swans oh yeah yeah a little bit too crazy i'm sure this will uh this will bring out some security patrolling the place out Yo, imagine how fast you could pedal that swan boat on mdma <laughs> <sighs> not fast at all those things do not go fast it's so horrible <laughs> La- i I hate paddle boats. Worst invention ever. Like, if anything bad happens, like, you get a text that an emergency happens, you're fucked. Get out of that and swim. Yeah. You can swim way faster than you can fucking run a paddle boat. Yeah. It's like the slowest water bike ever. It really is. It's (laughs) fucking horrible design. It's romantic, but horrible. What would you say, like, you're trapped on the ocean, you got just a paddle boat, and you got... A couple sea lions swimming up on you. Oh, dude. You, What are you doing to defend yourself? Do I have a lions? paddle? No, you just got the foot pedals. 
That's all you got. I'm trying to break something off that little fucker <laughs> to like jab it. Break them. the back sea lions runner. are they're sea lions, damn it! They got like their crushing power has got to be insane. Yeah, they're essentially I, I, like uh, I'm afraid like wolves of the sea. I think is what they we really are. They're fat wolves of the sea, and they're attacking <laughs> people in San Francisco, not too far from <sighs> just up north here. God, there was two rare sea lion attacks. And it, they've shut down this cove that's popular for swimmers. That's crazy, man. Now, we saw one when I visited you, right? That's the sea uh, lion think, that we saw? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. For, like, we definitely saw the... That was the sea lion. There's a lot more up in San Francisco. It's crazy. They just lined the docks and fucking all sit there. Now, So the, people think they're friendly, so they're like probably not afraid to approach them. They're not known to be in the area where these people are swimming. It's an area just off Ghirardelli Square, which you know like the little Ghirardelli chocolates. It's the factory up there. It's, okay, I yeah. guess it's just off of the square um, and which is really popular with tourists as restaurants. People swim, you know? It's it's a known spot for where you can mm. go to swim. So, okay. This one man was bitten when he was like already out there. It like swam up on him. He was feeling threatened at that point. He had no way to defend himself because he was swimming in deep-ass water. And this thing bit him right on the thigh, like groin area. Oh, no! Yeah. Oh, no! It was serious enough that the guy ended up having to have, like, two surgeries. And they put a tourniquet on his leg and stuff. Oh, my God. These are, like, wolves of the sea. And then another man was bit on the arm by one of these sea lions. They're hungry. And, and they think it's the same sea lion. You know, they're they're assuming that the sea lion's either sick or, like, hurt. And that's why they're acting it's acting out so defensively. Oh, yeah, I would imagine. They're territorial, probably. That's really what's going on. Oh, for sure. And this article says, you know, people think the bay is their backyard. It's the beginning of wilderness. It's wilderness out there. And it definitely is. I've seen a bunch of fucking videos of great, uh, great whites fucking coming in jacking those sea lions and like if a sea lion can jack you fucking a great white could definitely come in and tear your shit up oh yeah oh yeah dude oh fuck the ocean it just holds all kinds of creatures yeah these wild they're wild animals out there you gotta stay in your civilized city stop swimming in their fucking house we're continuing this uh animal talk with some promiscuous goats (laughs) goats getting frisky (laughs) Oh, these goats have been getting real frisky, and uh, it was their demise, unfortunately. <laughs> because last month, a herd of seven Nubian ibex goats, which are uh, endangered, they were euthanized at the LA Zoo. Oh, shit. After becoming infected by herpes. And realized they were endangered. That kind of makes the euthanization yeah. a little bit more risque, I'd say. Yeah, it sucks, but uh, it comes because they were worried about the disease being spread. And uh, six African antelope had become sick and died at the zoo back in October. So now they were like, oh, shit, like, we got to get rid of these guys or the whole zoo could end up, you know, With anything herpes. that's... Uh, yeah, yeah, anything that's an even-toed, hoofed animal can get infected with this uh, virus. Any this, centaurs uh, on staff herpes. might end up getting herpes. No, no, no. It won't affect you if you're here. But if you're a centaur, you might Ooh. be in trouble. You might you get might herpes. Be in trouble. If you got <laughs> centaur hoofs, according to this. So that's like that's horses, that's antelopes, that's goats, that's uh, zebras. It's any sort of equestrian. Yeah, any sort Dude, of equestrian. What do giraffes' feet look like? What do those look like? 
Giraffes? Yeah, I think giraffes would be too. Giraffes can get herpes, I guess. Dude, giraffes would. They, they would have a goat? Big old herpes. What has to happen between a giraffe and a goat for the giraffe to get herpes? That's what I want to know. That goat needs a ladder and uh Or that giraffe needs to lay down. And he needs to charge for a show. He's got to fucking jump that shit. That's crazy. I didn't realize that uh herpes could spread throughout the goat world and horse world. Yeah, apparently. And I mean, I'm, you know, herpes is like uh there's tons of different versions of the virus. I mean, shit, you get chicken pox and cold sores and all that shit. They're all the same family. So, this so one just tends to be a little more intense for the animal world and kill them. Oh, it'll straight up kill them. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like I was saying, six African antelope died. Yeah. That might... Well, and was that confirmed herpes? That was confirmed oh. antelope herpes? Oh, this was confirmed to be herpes. <laughs> Damn. Blood work. Just infecting the LA's. Who's going in there? He's got a sniper out in the window, and then they just burn the whole pit with the bodies in it. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy. Oh. No, oh, I, don't that's I don't know. That's how they're taking them out. I'm sure they have a decontamination process. The uh, I'm wondering if they're just going in with a shotgun. Is that how oh they did God. it? Was it open that's season so... in the goat habitat to take these fuckers that's... out? That's leading to one sick son of a bitch going on the best hunting trip of his life. Well, there's there's one employee at that place that probably needs to blow off some steam. Blow off some goats? They're on goat euthanization duty. Here's a shot. We shotgun. got an excess of goats. Get in there, uh-huh. Rambo. No, they just gave him a hammer, and they said, you got to catch him. You grab him by the horn, and then you just blam him. That's hard work, man, chasing down goats. Make him work for it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to make it work for Corner it. Corner that last one. You, you better have a fucking hearty lunch if he's Aww. chasing down goats that afternoon. I would say a, a good lunch, maybe maybe a, a skeddy sandwich served up by Eminem. What? Eminem's <laughs> going to serve me up a skeddy sandwich? Oh, hell yeah. I don't know what I a guess... skeddy sandwich is, but it's Eminem. I'll try it. <laughs> In our next article, we are talking about Eminem launching a pop-up restaurant at the place where he was supposedly vomiting spaghetti up on his shirt in the famous song Lose Yourself. Oh, God. So in Detroit, crazy. He, I guess last weekend, he opened up a little pop-up shop called Mom's Spaghetti Pop-Up Restaurant at the music venue The Shelter, where he was said to have vomited up the same food that he's trying to serve. They had Mom's Spaghetti, which was $5, with meatballs, $8, Skeddy Sandwich for $5, Ooh. and soda or water for $3. So a Skeddy Sandwich definitely has noodles and meatballs on it, right? I'm guessing it does. It's. Uh, they said this isn't the kind of pasta you'd expect from your grandma from Italy on a boat. It's more like the spaghetti you get from if your mom came to Michigan on a bus. So <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> homemade American Midwestern spaghetti. And they probably serve it up on some white bread, I'm guessing, for the spaghetti sandwiches. Walmart brand pasta and uh, a lot ragu. of ragu. Yep. And ragu. Uh, yeah, whatever bread there is. <laughs> they, they, it was all sort of a promotion for his new album coming out called Revival. And he was selling uh, exclusive merch at this pop-up shop as well. That's cool. So I hope it went well. I hope uh, people got some good sketty and <laughs> enjoy yeah. checking out Eminem's new uh new shit that he's got going on it's it's an odd way to promote music is all i can say it de- yeah it definitely is 
Man, mom's spaghetti sounds real good right about now. I've, uh, I haven't had spaghetti in a long time. Yeah, neither have I, actually. It's been a while. Yeah. Well, if you're uh, getting the craving for spaghetti and you're about to make it, and, uh, you know what gets well with spaghetti. you got to make garlic bread. Oh, make yeah. Garlic bread. I think they were the serving some there as well. Well, uh, if you're preheating that oven, make sure you clear it out so you don't end up like the mom in our next story who roasted a Christmas tradition. <laughs> Burning the now, ham, what do we got? A Texas mom is, uh, she's dubbing herself Mother of the Year after she accidentally roasted her elf on the shelf trying to prepare lunch for her children. <laughs> after a few minutes of the uh, oven preheating, she was, uh, she started to smell something and she was like, there was, there was a funky smell in the air. So she ran into the oven, she opened it, she pulled out a charred little elf. Oh no! And we, the picture of him—he's—he's him. he's blackened, man. He's just—he's barely alive. He's clinging to light. Third-degree burns. Well, he's gonna be reporting back to Santa, saying that this mom fucked up. <laughs> yeah, she definitely fucked up. One of her children screamed. One cried, and one asked if uh, Santa would fix him. <laughs> and she had a fourth child that uh, was glad the elf would no longer be around to tell. <laughs> Snitching. That's what you get. That was, yeah. it was probably that kid. That kid probably threw it in the fucking oven. <laughs> no, no, the mom had hit it. There. The mom had hit it. <laughs> yeah, but that kid was glad. She's like, don't, don't It's a show weird tradition. Again. It's more. It's newer too. It's a more modern thing. It is. It's so weird. It's one of. It, it took off right away, man. That out. Whoever made that fucking made some money. Oh fuck yeah! That was Every a good Christmas. good invention thing. So we're continuing with our Christmas uh, stuff into our funny clip of the week. Hell yeah. This is a good one. It's I relate to it. I know you relate to it. We both have cats. Yeah, we both have cats. And if anyone out there owns a cat, you know that these little beasts fucking just love to fuck with the Christmas tree. Oh my god. They fucking think they're back in the fucking woods like they're some kind of bobcat or some shit. And they're climbing. Down. Uh, and then you hear your fucking tree crash down. <laughs> and it's like, oh, fuck. I, I'm not allowed to, I don't know about you, I'm not allowed to own glass ornaments. I, I put them up high, is what I do. Uh, I put the breakable stuff up high and the cheap stuff down low because I know they're going to fuck with it and eat it. Man, I had bad experiences with it, so I just don't even risk it anymore. I got unbreakable ornaments, so you can run those shits over. One of my cats now uh, chews on the bows. She thinks that's funny. Oh, that too. Yeah. yeah so they chew any- on anything that's weird like that. So any kind of like decoration cats are going for, this clip is hilarious. We have someone who has preempted this situation. They put their Christmas tree in a room that they have blocked off to the cat. And there's a glass door where this cat is just sitting and pawing the shit out of it, trying to get in there. He's got like this burning feeling like he wants to get in there and fuck with this Christmas tree. He is so pissed that he is denied access to that wonderful tree that needs to be fucked up. It's a nice looking tree, too. He's got some adjustments that he needs to make. Like, they're not going to give him a say? He's not happy about this. He wants to get in there and just rip that shit off. (laughs) So we'll be sure to post this up on our Facebook page on Wednesday, like we do every week with our funny clip of the week. And uh, now we're getting to gift time. Well... The worst gifts you could possibly get. We're hoping this didn't happen to you. Yeah, I was, I was just going to say, I, I hope the gifts that people got 
uh, for Christmas are, are a lot better than the things we have listed here. Yeah, we've got a ton of things that you wouldn't expect to get as a gift, but uh, maybe you're even a late shopper. you got somebody you dislike a little bit, you forgot about, you want to get them something interesting. Well, here we go. How about a fresh whole rabbit? Ooh, skinned and everything, too. Ready to go. Uh, I will say, though, one of the um, reviews were that they had ordered two of them and they put them in the fridge and then they opened the fridge and there was about 28 of them. So you want to be careful about uh, that. They multiply yep. quickly. That'll happen. <laughs> Even skin f- fucking frozen. Uh, that one's currently unavailable. It must be a popular item. It's probably very popular, I'd imagine. We can also um, uh, get down with 1,500 live ladybugs. Oh, yeah. That's an infestation in a little jar. They're, uh, ladybugs are good for all kinds of uh, horticulture and at-home gardening. You want to keep other insects off your shit. I don't know oh, if yeah. I would... That would be a fun thing to ship to someone else, though. Just someone who yeah. didn't eat them. Oh, what's this? Yeah. Oh, God, they're everywhere. <laughs> oh, my God, fly, yeah. Some of them dump out. Oh, God. Not something you want to have. Well, maybe you know somebody that has a bad tattoo. Well, this next gift's for you to send to them. This is a tattoo removal laser you can buy right on Amazon for about a hundred bucks. That's a that's a decent amount of money to spend on one of these. That's a whole lot of uh, power for somebody to yield that has no idea what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> Go at Apparently it. Apparently, there's be an adventure. Yeah. yeah, it comes with a sweet tutorial. Now, now you've given people the power to just get whatever tattoo they want. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, just, true. Just I mean, take yeah, right you off can just remove it at home. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it's even more painful than the professional lasers, so good luck with that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's not the uh, top quality. Unlike our next item, we have a <laughs> economy barrel of lube. Lifetime. We're talking, Lifetime. We're talking 55-gallon drum of lubricant. And the pictures on the Amazon site even include uh, women standing in the barrel to show you, you know, size course you, they're doing it for a comparison that's that must be it right <laughs> yeah yeah totally now this exactly. is i mean you wouldn't cover a person in all that loop right uh no not a, unless you're uh doing some sort of mud wrestling or like they did an old slip school. and slide yeah slip and slide, oh, man. man that'd be perfect for a slip and slide you can just dunk yourself in it and come out and you, no one's gonna catch Woo! you bank robberies you're no sliding. one's gonna touch you <laughs> You slide into the next state. Capture the flag. There's all kinds of uses for this. But it is $1,458.35, not including shipping. Well, free shipping. Free schedule shipping. Ooh, free, ooh, free shipping included. That's get that, nice. Get that there immediately. I don't know if it's on Prime yet. <laughs> yeah, who knows? Keep an eye out on it. You can go a little bit smaller, too. They do have smaller ones. Just in case. Just in case we need it. You gotta keep an eye out for our next gift too, because it's currently unavailable. Because I'm sure it was ordered for Christmas for everybody. It's the selfie toaster. Now you buy this toaster, and then you send them an image when you buy it, and they send you the plates that go inside this toaster, and they burn your image on top of the toaster. So if you wanted to incorporate, you know, a glorious image of yourself, your dog, your grandma, you know, any loved one. This is the perfect item for you. You could put a face uh, of Jesus eat them every day. And, and trick a religious relative. 
That'd be and then fun. Just bite his head off. Well, no, I'm thinking, you know, everyone <laughs> sees like Jesus in the toast. It's like you put it in there and they don't know it's like oh, one of those. Oh, fuck toasters. with them. It pops oh out. Oh, my God. Oh, it's it's a miracle. Toast. It's a miracle. Now, this would be a cool thing only if like you there was a way to switch it out and get different like you were saying. On plates. your own. Yeah. Yeah. So you could put own. different yeah. selfies into it. Then I'd be down with it. Hell yeah. That would make it easy. This I, is not ready for the technology we have yet. <laughs> I, I am down with our next one, though. We have a oh. senior woman having an asthma attack wall mural. You can get this 24-inch by 22-inch wall mural for $24.96. And it's exactly what I said. It's a woman having an asthma attack using her this inhaler. Poor, who is this poor lady? that got? I hope she got paid a decent amount to just sit there as this model taking an asthma attack. I hope, I hope that, she knows she's being used on Amazon like this. I really hope that someone in a college dorm has this on their fucking wall. It'd be hilarious. Twenty four ninety six. Uh, yeah, that's a hell of yeah. a hell of a price for for a wall mural. I actually just got a wall mural. It's not a woman having an asthma attack though. <laughs> now our next gift is for the lazy piece of shit you might know. It is a Kraft macaroni and cheese dash button. And if you're not familiar with a dash button, a dash button is a Wi-Fi connected little button that will order, you know, this one in this case will order mac and cheese every time you want it. So it'll put it in your cart and order it. And uh, pay with your credit card that's stored. Now these these actually come for everything. You can get them for, you know, anything from like Gatorade to like Cascade. Like you can clean Milk products, bone, you know, Ziploc, yeah, Goldfish. Whatever the fuck you want, you can get Time. these little dash buttons. But if you're not a dipshit, you know that you can easily do this with a Google Assistant or any Amazon product that's voice activated. Yeah, so, right? I don't know why you'd order the button. They're only five bucks. I mean, it's a cool little novelty, but again, why? Why? Yeah, Nobody it's, likes Kraft mac and cheese that much. It's, it's an good. Ob- yeah, and it's Come not on. even like it's like made by the time it gets to you. It's not like you're ordering delivery mac and cheese. It's that. Like, oh, you got like a See, fucking box. That's a market. Like, if you really like a place and you had a common order that you get, and you had a button, like, on the wall, like, hi, you're just like, you know what? Fuck it. We're ordering it today. Pop. Yeah, It'll be here in 20 minutes. Large That'd be pepperoni cool. or something. And yeah. Easy enough. Hell yeah. That makes sense. These do yeah. not. Another one that doesn't make sense is the roast beef sandwich bath soak. It's uh, bath salts for a luxury bath. Funny girl. It's a funny gift for the girlfriend, they say. And for uh, best oh. friends. So, Matt, maybe I'll, I'll be sending you some roast beef. Salty bath soak. I would love to get that and put it in, like, a normal, like, bath, so- like, you know, salt <laughs> bag. And, like, give it to somebody. And then they're like, oh, this is cool. This is, like, a nice, like, you know, like, lavender or it's something. Like, oh, okay. It's this isn't really, lavender. It's really beef oh, smelling. This yeah. smells like meat. It says au jus so relaxing. Ah, <laughs> oh, au jus sauce. Very You're basically onion-y. marinating yourself at that point. You're just making yourself tasty. Which isn't that what everyone wants? This one's currently unavailable too, so I'm, I'm a little upset because I was about to order this. Well, you know, a lot of the best ones we're going to talk about have been sold out because everybody wanted to buy them for the people in their lives. Hell yeah. Who doesn't them. want roast beef that so? Our next product isn't unavailable, and I think me and you should order them and grow our beards out because they're beardaments. And they are beard ornaments that you put in your beard. And I mean, if we get them on Rush, we can get them in time to still rock them for the Christmas season. Because you know there's that leeway a couple days after Christmas. But it's a 12-pack. And it's only going to run you about 11 
Now, what's the difference between these and regular ornaments? If your beard is, like, good enough, couldn't you just hang regular ornaments off? Yeah, this is, like, a more, uh... It's a, a it's smaller festive. design. It's nice, and they come in multicolors, but they're nice and little so that they fit in your beard nicely. You don't want to be getting clunked in the face with, like, a three-inch <laughs> ball or even one of the small ones maybe for a tree. Maybe you do. Or, you I know, don't know which inch. people swing, so... <laughs> yeah, well, maybe. Maybe you like balls slapping you in the face. I don't. I would prefer the ones that just... I don't notice they're there. But I still look festive as fuck. It does look very festive. I'll give them that. It's uh, it's an interesting way to deck yourself out for the holidays. That plus an ugly sweater, you're, you're gold. Awesome. Yeah, hell yeah. I would, be, I would be honored to rock that. Now, I think our most expensive gift is this next one. This oh, one yeah. Is a true-to-life size Jeffrey Giraffe and if people don't know Jeffrey he was the Toys R Us mascot for a while I don't know if he still is but it's fucking gigantic this thing is 440 pounds it is 136 and a half inches in height and it costs $14,689.95 plus $300 for shipping just for shipping because this thing's so fucking big Dude, it's a, how the fuck are they going to ship it? it you got to send a three-man team with that giraffe to fucking ship it. Thing's insane. That thing is like a motorcycle, shipping a motorcycle through the fucking air. The comments were great, too. Oh, yeah. The comments are always great on these ridiculous gifts. We have one that says, this giraffe is awesome. I bought it for my cat's birthday as a climbing post. I totally love it. Yay. I spent all of my money on this thing. But you know what they say. Cats are your life. <laughs> and in parentheses, no one says that. For cats would love the shit out of that giraffe yes they would i don't know Absolutely. how long he would laugh i don't think he's built to endure cats it's no so. definitely not the weight would yeah. probably bring it down on the neck that's a giant fucking giraffe though for 50 cool thing to, to stuff in your your cathedral ceiling fucking 14 <laughs> foot high ceiling fucking you know room right um <laughs> well according to the, the comment section our next gift is great for the creepy uncle in your life and it's a uh, infant circumcision trainer and oh, it's exactly Jesus what you Christ. might think it is. It's a, uh, a dummy with um, multiple inserts, so you can uh, attempt to circumcise so when you a baby the first three. over and over again. Yeah, don't worry, it's got six, from what I can tell. So you get six attempts on it. I we have, we actually found out this is being removed from Amazon. It is, but at this moment right now of recording, $196 plus free shipping, and you can get this bad boy, and you could have your adult uh, version of Operation in some kind of sick and demented fucking way. That's <laughs> fucking terrible. And while you're at it, being creepy as fuck, why don't you buy some cockroaches? Oh, yeah. <laughs> just Which, throw them around the house. Yeah, and why not Not regular cockroaches? How about some that hiss at you, especially are, from Madagascar? <laughs> these are five miniature Madagascar hissers by Pet Pockets. Uh. You get five of them for 20 bucks, so they're four apiece. 20 bucks. 20 bucks, and you can have five hissing cockroaches. That's And, that's and you'll have plenty more eventually. These are like the rabbits we mentioned before. Oh, yeah. You just you end up with... You're going to be giving away hissing cockroaches and small, praying people will take them. Some of the uh, description here, small in size, but the loudest of the hissers. Ooh, that's what you want that's cool. the cockroach that you're buying. You want a loud one. You're getting a bang for your buck. Just literally. to, like, send those fucking shivers right down your spine. Just the loudest cockroach. <sighs> I want a bug that's, that's going to blow out the fucking speakers. My this God. Is, so these, these are these were awesome. 
hopefully uh, Hell yeah. we helped out some people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hopefully you didn't get any of these. No, God, no. Unless you got the roast beef bath soap, because then I want to hear from you. What did you like? Did you want to like eat your bath? I want to smell you and see what you smell like. like, Yeah, like does your this man smells? Yeah, like you go to work and it's like you've been eating like some roast beef because you're hanging out at Arby's, Bruce. What do you do? That's a lot of beef. So now we are getting into a holiday game, and this is Christmas around the world. I played the last game, so Matt's playing this one. Ready? You feeling up to it? I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. It's fucking Christmas. Why would I not be feeling it? It is the most wonderful time. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. It's it's great. Yeah, I'm ready. All right. We got that Christmas magic on your side. Let's see if it pays off. We got five questions for you starting off. Number one. In Japan, which fast food chain is traditionally visited on Christmas? We have A, McDonald's, B, Arby's, C, KFC. Or D, Popeye's Chicken. I'm going to say it's McDonald's. I'm going to, yeah, I'm going with McDonald's. A, McDonald's. Is incorrect. What? This I'm sorry. Rigged. It is C, KFC. And actually, uh, it's, it's a big tradition. You have to make reservations. It's so popular in Japan. And in what? 2016, the company is selling Kentucky Christmas dinner packages that range from a box of chicken for 3,780 yen or $32, up to a premium whole roasted chicken and sides for 5,800. According to KFC, wow. the packages account for about a third of the chain's yearly sales in Japan. So that's the money maker is Christmas time. Yeah, I would have never thought you would have to call ahead to see the Colonel. Yeah, man, that's crazy. That's how it goes. All right, question number two. In South Wales, an animal skull is carried around the town during a Christmas parade. Which type of animal is the skull from? We have A, a horse, B, a goose, C, a rat, or D, a cat. I'll have you know, I'm Welsh, and I know absolutely fucking nothing about that. <laughs> I was like, oh shit, acknowledge so I'm just gonna go random and say A. A a horse is correct. Yeah. You're, you're, well, you're Welsh Heritage and maybe Google. Um, if I <laughs> you didn't hear any keyboards. You're looking at me. Don't give me that shit. You didn't see. I've helped you out in this situation. So yeah, the answer is A. It's a horse. A white sheet is attached to the back of the horse skull and. It covers the person holding it. The skull is called the Mary Lude, L-W-Y-D, which stands for, or well, translates to the Gray Mare, and it's tradition that dates back to the 1800s that is said to bring good luck. Awesome. That's awesome. Learned about my heritage. Who would have thought? Come on. So, keeping tabs, you're one for two right now. On to the third question. We're all semi-familiar with Krampus child-eating anti-Santa of Christmas. Oh. I, how did it, Hold on. Pause. <laughs> how did I know you were going to bring Krampus in? Fuck, <laughs> Hell yeah, because he's the child-eating anti-Santa of Christmas. Uh, but, yeah, but, I'm glad you did. <laughs> where does Krampus originate from? A. Germany B. Hungary C. Poland or D. Austria I was going to say, they're all sort of in the same region. You go with Germany. Germany. Yeah. 
is incorrect. Fuck. It's D, Austria. Harry Creature visits Austrian children annually, where he unleashes punishments to those on the naughty list. If he discovers a particularly bad child, he bundles them into a sack and carts them away, away presumably for a midnight snack. Well, I'll let you in. I, uh, you wouldn't guess this, but I'm German, and obviously I know nothing about that. <laughs> Didn't serve you well this time, so okay, you got one out of uh, three so far. You got two more questions. Yeah, you got to get both of them. No pressure. Ah, I should have known it wasn't you. <laughs> Bring it on. Bring it on. All right, question number four. In Iceland, good children leave their shoes out on the windowsills for the Yule lads to fill with presents. What do the bad children receive in their shoes? A, a lump of coal. B, a potato. C, tax. Or D, an eighth of bricked mids. Oh, they're getting that moods. I, I wouldn't wish that on any child. So, I'm going to say it's the potato. It's the potato. Be the potato. Yeah. Is correct. I, I've heard this before. That's the only reason I knew. I know nice. I heard this. Well, your memory is serving you well. Originally, the Yule Lad tradition had a more sinister tone, and many parents used their mysterious nighttime visits to scare children into behaving. And you know what? Oh, God. I don't blame them, <laughs> because I'm going to send you a picture right now through the document of the Yule Lads. I put it just under the holiday game. If you check that out. I want your reaction on these creepy fuckers. We got... They come, like, starting at December 12th all the way through, uh, like, December 24th right up to Christmas. And they each have, like, weird little things that they do. One of them harasses sheep. Another one hides around waiting to steal milk. Another one eats crust that's left on pans. Another licks spoons. One of them peeps through windows. Another one steals sausages. Uh, one likes to slam doors during the night. So there's like, they also, and then like the mother of all these Yule lads apparently is the one that, uh, Grilla, uh, abducts children that Miss Baby. Oh my god. These elvish motherfuckers. It's like a fucked up version of the Snow White Dwarves. It's kind of how I saw yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, these are all creepy as fuck. The gobbler. <laughs> the swiper. The peaver. Yep. They all have sort of like things that they do. And people dress Grana. up as them. Looks horrible. And stuff. So that's, uh, you got that one correct. It all comes down to this. Very suspenseful fifth question. In Italy, what fictional creature delivers presents on January 5th? A werewolf? A vampire, a mummy, or a witch? I'm gonna say a witch. I, this is ridiculous. <laughs> I, I, how do I not know this? This is ridiculous. Alright, go with D, witch. A witch is correct! I win. That's, that's I awesome. Win. You, you won the, Dude, uh, the Christmas holiday game. A brief description. This isn't quite Christmas. This is right after Epiphany, which is a uh, religious holiday on the eve of epiphany on january 5th a witch named bafana flies around the world on a broomstick and enters each house by chimney the good witch delivers toys clothing candy to well-behaved children parents leave out a plate of regional cuisine often broccoli and sausage with a glass of water Ooh, very nice very nice sounds like a little post christmas one you won that was awesome you uh awesome. brought it back on the last question very suspenseful dude i was hoping I was hoping. People will say it's rigged, but guess what, haters? It's not. It's real. It's real life. Yeah, I, I try and make it challenging for them and interesting yeah. for the listeners. 
Ah, well, I think it was very informative. Now we're getting on to uh, what you like to call the favorite part of the show. Yeah, oh yeah, before you go back to playing with all those goodies you got for Christmas, let's uh, not forget to check out the Facebook page. And uh, if you're there, check out American Slackers, the group, where you can chime in, you can put in anything you want to put in there. You can put a video, an image, you can just talk some shit. We love it. We're having a good old time. And uh, if you want to check out some more of our shit, stop by the Instagram, search American Slacker Podcast, and you will find all the promos for every show that we do, and a bunch of other interesting shit. Along with stop by aspodcast.com. That's right, you heard something different there. AS Podcast. You can still go to American Slacker Podcast.com, but aspodcast.com to make it nice and easy. Just so you can stop by and see what the fuck we're up to. <laughs> we have snow on our webpage if you're listening to this before January 4th. It is, yeah, it's pretty cool. I was uh, scoping that today, actually. Nice little touches, you know? And uh, our email's still the same American Slacker Podcast at Gmail. Just send us an email. You know, American Slacker Podcast at Gmail.com. That's all you gotta do. And don't forget to check out our Spotify playlist where we have every artist that we feature on the show and a bunch of artists that we've had on the show. So uh, check it out. You'll jam out. Love it. Search American Slacker Podcasts. You can also find us over on Twitter and Reddit at A-M-E-R-S-L-K-R Podcast. That's Amer Slacker Podcast. Please uh, listen to us on iTunes. Tell a friend to do so as well. And it's even easier to give us five stars now. First off, five stars are nothing. Hold on! That four star has still not shown who it is. We need to know. Send us an email. We need to know. We want to hear from you. If you want to give us five stars, it's very easy now. Uh, you don't even have to write a review. You just pull up our episodes and you'll see. You just hit five and it goes through. So tell your friends to do that as well. We'd really appreciate it. Tell your friends to also check out our YouTube. Please go subscribe to that if you haven't already. All of our episodes get pushed to there. We put bonus content on there. And we also put bonus content on our Patreon that's only available to our Patreon subscribers. We have some extra stuff that we've been creating for shows that we work with, and we are putting that up on there as well, and we're brainstorming into the next year. It should yeah. be, we should be putting out a lot of cool stuff. So thank you to all of our Patreon sponsors and anyone who wants to sponsor us into 2018. Please, any animators that are interested in talking to us, get in touch. We, uh, we would love to talk to you about possible opportunities for, I guess, employment, short-term employment. And if you want to check us out on all of our personal shit, don't forget to stop by Instagram. You can find me at MWG Media. On Snapchat and Xbox Live, you can get me at MattyG from HP. And you can find me on all of those, Snapchat, Instagram, and Xbox Live at Landers the Plane. Oh, yeah. Merry Christmas, motherfucking slackers. Hell yeah, happy holidays, motherfuckers. And, uh... Till next time. Till next year. That's it. There you go.